1: Hello everybody, welcome to our Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott Delford. Josh, my friend, we tried recording this twice before, and the file <laughs> decided to eat itself, which it has only added to the anger of this video, because Gran Turismo 7 is in a hell of a state. Now, we'll break down all the different things that are happening in regards to the review bombing, the state of the game itself, the fact that it was offline for about 30 hours um, the last few days, because it seems like Sony are messing up what is otherwise a home run. This game reviewed very well. We enjoyed it quite a lot. We gave it a nice little review score, and it's enjoyable, enough. have been playing quite a lot of it. What the hell's going
2: on? Well, Scott, a few days ago, well, as you may know, and as you alluded to, there, Gran Turismo got a huge, controversial update, and yeah, this essentially uh, completely changed the grind in game. As you know, in Gran Turismo games, you perform races, you compete in races to get currency, mm. and you use that currency to buy cars. That has become even grindier. Be over the past few years. Yeah, it should be. It should be a simple uh, mathematical equation, but not. Um, As picked up on uh, GT Planet, they kind of broke down uh, what the grind feels like now and how many hours it takes to unlock uh, one of the top tier cars. So Mm -hmm. to unlock one of these cars, uh, the site points out that it'll take 18 hours (laughs) to get one car, which roughly translates to around 333 races. Now, to put this in context, um, pre-patch, it would have taken you around ten hours to get okay. one of these cars, and Gran Turismo Sport in that game, the uh, previous instalment, it would have taken around ten hours as well to get a comparative cars. Okay. So they've added essentially eight hours to the grind, mm-hmm. which um cumulatively accounts for hundreds, and hundreds, well, a hundred more races <laughs> essentially. <laughs> I think as well the fact that they've ramped up the, there's a whole bunch of stuff that is pushing people towards review
1: bombing the game because the uh, like like Josh said, the amounts of, of the requirements here to get access to the top tier cars are insane, but yeah. also the actual payouts for the races themselves have been lowered to push you towards this um, this solution let's say, to actually get your hands on some of the best cars in the game. Also, um, you know the studio was out there talking about and trying to respond to all this stuff, just saying like, well all these cars cost a lot in real life and we want our experience to mirror real world pricing models, which is why we've ramped all this stuff up. Now we'll get to how that, how none of that was part of the marketing, or none of that was part of the review schedule, um, or the fact the way that we covered the game or anything like that, but also people aren't trying to buy a real life McLaren <laughs> People I'm are trying to own
2: the digital one. That's a whole point of buying the game. 100%, man. I like we, we don't work 40 hours a week to go home and put that money away to hopefully buy a supercar one no. day. I want to live Digital that, one. Either. I want to live that fantasy <laughs> in my video games. I don't want yeah. I don't want the, re, the crushing reality of financial limitations. There's like Forza Horizon Five
1: throughout. Opens with like four or five supercars. It yeah. opens with them, and yeah. in this one, you start with like a Volvo for like two hours before you finally be able to get something that can actually take a corner at speed. Well. Let alone
2: getting a McLaren. Well this was this is this is the issue you know the, the, the issue here isn't necessarily just the grind it's not no. just the 18 hours in and of itself it's the fact that this has happened a few weeks after launch it's the fact yes. that this is a retroactive change that has made the game grindier and it makes reviews like the one we did on this very couch outdated <laughs> and it makes me personally saying things like oh the, the grind's fine at the moment it makes me look a bit like right. a mug you know what I mean it does a little Cuphead bit Cuphead and Mugman yeah, yeah 100% yeah. like <laughs> if you're cup Back to that video, for instance, like yes. I'm sat on this couch and I'm saying, uh, oh, you know, the, for for my money, you know, I think the grand's gonna be fine. You know, I've got so much currency, I don't know what to do with. it. because well, the great. payouts were good. Because the payouts were good then. Yeah. But like I said, it makes those reviews and makes those comments in reviews now invalidated, and mm-hmm. that's what's the huge issue is. it's the fact that people have got in. Uh, bought in on, on the idea of one thing and that's been changed now that they're part of this uh, system.
1: Yeah, and like speaking, I'll just say this completely personally. I'm not speaking on behalf of anyone other than myself, but I think this is the scummiest thing that you can do. Right? This reminded me of when Konami did it with Metal Gear Solid V and the idea of changing um, certain values, certain amounts, certain ways that microtransactions work after the review period. Once you've banked those scores, you get to bank all that positive press, you get to take all those positive quotes, you get to share your game out and get all those day one sales and then you have a nice sizable audience to go in there and tweak all the different amounts and get more money out of them. Mind the love for the game and extract the money. And that thing annoys the living hell out of me. Like I said, Konami did it with Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah. Um, it is for me one of the, if not the scummiest practice you could possibly do in the gaming space.
2: And I mean we've called this out so many times before, like yeah. you said, with Konami, with Activision, especially doing this for the Crash Team Racing remaster, <laughs> you know, yeah. they've had, or in Call of Duty, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, they've had a history of this. And to see Sony kind of following in the footsteps of Konami, mm-hmm. of Activision, like that's not those out the shoes i would want sony to be wearing is no. what i'm saying also
1: you know they tried this before they tried to do this with destruction all-stars where it was that game was right. going to be a premium product and then it was going to be a free-to-play thing which came out on um, playstation plus and then they started charging individual amounts for in- for individual story chapters after giving you the first one to sort of set you on your way that was rightfully called out you can go check out the video that we did on that too um, because this practice doesn't belong in in a premium product so yeah. it just does not
2: yeah, 100%. And it's, this is obviously compounded by the fact that when you do boot up Gran Turismo, mm. like one of the first things you see is the currency kind of itself and a little comment saying that you can buy more on the marketplace. Yes. You know, and you've got that combined with the weird um, roulette system. There's a roulette system in Gran Turismo 7 if you didn't know where you unlock roulette tickets to uh, spin the wheel. Very 2K style. Though. Very 2K yeah. style to get uh, rewards like maybe a new car. Mm. But more often than not, it's like a, a pittance. It's never any. Really- new- <laughs> ne- I've never got the new car. i
1: will be playing for hours no Single player, as far as I know, looking at all these various social threads, have yeah. so, said they've been gifted anything like this in yeah. those
0: rooms. Real- cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.
3: Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed.
2: In that's And in the thing is, like, that's not like a loot box in the conventional sense. You know, at the moment, mm-hmm. I don't think you're paying for, you know, spins on that or anything, but it's just kind of like that. In my eyes, a free-to-play mentality there, yes. you know, the fact that you're spinning for these things, the fact that you're on this kind of uh, treadmill of, you know, taking a risk and unlocking content, mm-hmm. you know, having to grind it up, mm-hmm. that to me, ooh, I, I don't like it. But to go back to what you mentioned em, previously about mm-hmm. the quote, yes. yeah, that comes from the uh, president of Polyphony, uh, Kazunori Yamochi, who said, quote, in GD7, I would like to have users enjoy lots of cars and races, even without microtransactions. So At the same time, the pricing of cars is an important element that conveys their value and rarity so i do think it's important for it to be linked with the real world prices he went on to say <laughs> that he's kind of disappointed that this has happened now and that there's something of a backlash because they do have um, content in place to alleviate this apparently you know new updates to uh tracks and races and what have you right but those aren't there now and we don't know when they're going to come or what they're going to look like which no. to me you know if they wanted to even reflect real world pricing to begin mm. with Why wasn't that there for launch? Why did that come two weeks after the fact? If this was so important to them, Mm -hmm. in my eyes, that should be something they should have had locked down. It
1: should have been part of the overall marketing thing. Obviously there's a a weird way to try and advertise the fact that you're gonna have a a way more um, strenuous economy, let's say, in regards to the pricing of the cars themselves, but none of that stuff was flagged in any capacity whatsoever. Um, It just is one of those things where, I mean, look, to give them a potential way out, I wonder, and it's just me wondering this, if they do have various deals with the likes of McLaren and Ford and whoever, to um, price their cars in that way. Like mm. I wonder if that's coming from the licensing side um, and not Polyphony or not Sony or not Jim Ryan sticking his head round the door. Um, and just saying, can you crank it all up lads? And <laughs> um, to make as much money as possible. I wonder if that's something that has come into place on the licensing side. And obviously, right. uh, Yamauchi wouldn't be able to say anyway um, because all that stuff would be embargoed,
2: NDA, whatever. So still doesn't explain the complete lack of clarity in regards to how it's all well, rolled out. We don't know why this has happened now. Like mm. we don't know uh, who kind of pushed the button on this. Was it who Polyphony? Lever. Who pulled the big, the big microtransaction <laughs> grind, <laughs> big like, lever <laughs> get
1: the lift up uh, yeah we don't know part of that quote as well is that he doesn't want people falling back on mechanically replaying the same events over and over again yeah. which people are obviously doing um, You know, and I honestly it's it's one of the things that I hate the most in modern gaming I hate the whole you know where's the spreadsheet for this game okay if you do five of this you get this we'll do ten of this you'll get this I just I hate the fact that you have to mathematically work out how to just play a game Right. like I get that there's like you know there's obviously min-maxing RPGs there's different strategies per game whatever I don't have a problem with them obviously my issue is just the fact that you just want to go and have a few races on a Gran Turismo game, and it's like, well, you should actually be spending your time this way because you really want to make sure you're doing this and doing that. Just play, just why can't we just play the games?
2: Yeah, man. And you know, you mentioned obviously the very different games. You know, mm. Forza Horizon 5 is very different in what it wants to accomplish than Gran Turismo 7, but mm. looking purely at their reward system, mm-hmm. when I play Gran, where Falls Horizon 5, I feel like I'm being rewarded like every 30 seconds or something. Yeah. Every time I complete a race, I feel like, you know, I'm building towards something, I'm getting a new car, I'm getting something else. Mm-hmm. Whereas now in Gran Turismo 7, that reward system has been elongated and that is kind of just, it feels artificial in the same way that the Avengers felt artificial when after the mm. fact there the, the grinding and the XP and the leveling up in that game was extended and people hated that there. It was a huge backlash. They had to take it out. Mm. Like artificially extending the grind is is just to me, it's like you the, the customers, the players, the fans deserve mm better than this they don't want their time wasted no. I don't think so
1: there's always a feeling um, you can tell with each individual game there's always a feeling that you are being taken advantage of in regards to your time in regards to your love for a certain product or whatever it is and this feels like it's it's walked right over that line like a lot mm. of people immediately said well this isn't like even the, the pricing for specific cars has changed there's a general feeling to Gran Turismo 7 that feels like your time is being abused rather like Chocobo GP which just hits you with do you want to buy this do you want to do this do you want to yeah. buy this like it's, just, it's a horrible feeling to any sort of like I said premium experience so,
2: like you alluded to at the start you know like this this has been responded to by the fans there has been a yeah. huge backlash over the weekend you know VGC reported that uh, this uh, this is the worst reviewed Sony game on the user side now yeah. like if you go on the Metacritic it's got like 2.5 out of 10 uh, well, it doesn't feel like a Sony game well, like if they're, they're staking yeah. their claim
1: with Horizon and Opulence and all these big gorgeous triple A experiences and Gunther's Most of it is that until it's really not
2: I've got a question for you Scott go on. is this what <laughs> Sony wants their games to be though as we know oh. they have just bought Bungie they are going all in on this live service gimmick mm. like they want live services going forward is this their first test to see what they can get away with and I know I know they've had microtransactions in their games before all the way back to like the last of us one the right. uh, uncharted multiplayer and stuff like that but it's never felt this egregious it's never had this level of backlash mm. on the metacritic side and the user side
1: well it's it's the post review changing of the thing you thought you were buying into that's yeah. the specific the crystallized as a sentence that's the thing that I despise like a lot of
2: people hate that and um, because there's the level of trust that you're going in with. What? I'm annoyed with you. <laughs> you just ruined like 10 minutes of video because you've just done it in one <laughs> sentence. Like- might hey if they're sticking around this
1: long then they're the anomaly on the YouTube algorithm anyway so thank you very much <laughs> for sticking with us but um, yeah I think that's the thing it's it's that idea of the way that you market your games and again microtransactions we've reported on them so much yeah. it's not that they're inherently bad they can be a way to, to sustain a team but I think that is massively juxtaposed against the fact that in this case you're charging 70 English pounds to get through the door in the first place there is also the tweet from 2013 which a lot of people have dredged up um, Sony the official account uh, the PlayStation account said a PS4 game will never need to be always online to be able to play well you've you've messed that up as well haven't you I can't swear on YouTube you can't swear you've just you've, you're not allowed to swear don't no, swear
2: you've f***ed it. it We'll get, that's better <laughs> <laughs> we'll split up the walls no you are right man like this is a very different uh, Sony than what we're dealing with mm-hmm. uh, from 2013 uh, mm-hmm. and I just hope that this is something of a wake up call like they like, they get the fact that they can't do this and hopefully they'll stop trying to change things like this well, and the thing is, grindy after the fact
1: true I, the thing is I do think it's interesting the response to it I think if this was a third party product Worked. like if it was an Ubisoft it would have been lambasted a hell of a lot more the, an Ubisoft um, comparison for me is what they did with For Honor where um, mm. people calculated how much time they would need to invest to get all the steel was the currency in that game yeah. to unlock everything in that game and it was hundreds of, I mean it might have even been thousands of hours and Ubisoft eventually um, responded to it changed the grind For Honor is actually weirdly successful it's getting another update this year um, but they had to respect fans' time and consumers and everything and I feel like um, Sony are just seeing what they can get away with because they are this big you know, behemoth in the space Horizon's doing very well reviewed very well, they can kind of just slink these things in. If it is Sony, it could be Polyphony, could be the licenses, could be whatever. Point is, it's us that has to bear the brunt of it. It's us that has to look at a, at a pricing model that encourages you to pay your way through a game, yeah. rather than just play the nice shiny <laughs> car game on your new PlayStation 5.
2: It's the uh, pros and cons, I suppose, of thing, of games being like living, breathing things now, that mm. like constantly get updated. Like, like and the yet game they're that you so play. dead. <laughs> And
1: so did a <laughs> weird zombified version of something you thought you were gonna have a have a laugh with. That's brutal. I I have nothing optimistic to uh, counter that with. I think mean, that's the end. I yet. think that's the tone it should end on. I think they need to get stuff changed. Hopefully the amount of metacritic bombing, the amount of conversations happening on social media. And videos like this go some way to helping in the long run because this is a horrible state for something like Gran Turismo to be in. Uh, let us know what you think down in the comments below if you bought into Gran Turismo 7 or if you're gonna hold off and wait until th- wait until things blow over. For now, I've been Scott from Ocologia.com. <laughs> I mean Josh from Please fix the game and we'll catch you
3: next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing.